Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. That's right. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Ooh-wee. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks for rocking with us on a Friday night here in the Metroplex. Uh, Larry Flores, thank you for being on the ones and twos. Thanks, David Shrupp, for hanging out with us for a little bit as well. Uh, you can always get involved with the program by texting into the trekwreck.com text line 877-881-1053 or checking us out by searching 105 through the fan on YouTube or going to twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam <laughs> where somebody said, quote, but he needs to get on a treadmill though, right? Luka Doncic, <laughs> 73 point. You, no, no, don't don't touch that dial. Don't like turn up the volume, turn it down. You heard it right. 73 points Woo. and then 10 rebounds and seven assists for your, uh, you know, in addition to that. A fantastic, efficient, um, needed performance by Luka Doncic. 148-143, your Mavs get a big win in Atlanta against the Hawks. Man. Tomorrow night. African American Heritage Night at the American Airlines Center, and they take on the Sacramento Kings. Lord have mercy. Yeah. It's going to be rocking. Uh, look, after a performance like that, I can only imagine what Luka Doncic comes back on a back to back and puts up. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I can't wait. I can't wait. And it's a good, it's a really good matchup against the Kings, too. It really is because the Kings, man, for some reason, the Kings just. They match up so well with the Mavericks. And that's an up-and-down to team, too. We, yes, it is. Highest-scoring might, might scoring team in the league last year. Yeah, we might see some more points scoring. And um, you happen. never know. Kyrie's thumb might be playable. I, I've got to hope so. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it's kind of surprising that, you know, I, I was a little surprised seeing that he wasn't playing tonight because I know that when he, you know, sprained that thumb, he was he, he was feeling good about it. He thought that he'd be able to play through. And so, Until he... Went to home and it started throbbing. Right, exactly. You never know what's going to be the resu- you know, result. You get there. that adrenaline. Right. It's like ankles and football. You oh y'all be out there. Right, right, and right. All of a sudden you laying in bed. Except you get the crazy guys Good who actually God. go do that. Like uh, hey. I'll never forget Thomas Davis who broke his arm mm-hmm. in the NFC Championship game. One of those years, uh, I think that might have was that 2015 NFC Championship game in 2015 for the Carolina Panthers. And then played in the Super Bowl two weeks later mm. with a broken arm. I was like, you, you, you man, I, that's how I knew. I would never, never had the mentality to be an NFL football player. Those dudes are something else. Um, and how about we get some bold predictions about championship Let's weekend? Let's do that. I, 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 I'm going to go out of my way and not predict that somebody breaks their arm in the championship game and then plays in the Super Bowl. I'm not going to predict that. But 877-881-1053, text in your bold predictions for Super Bowl, or for not Super Bowl, for the, the conference title weekend um, as we got, of course, NFL.com, CBS Sports, both of them lending us some um, some big-time predictions 
And so, CA, let me know what you feel about these as we go along, all right? How about we start with this? We've talked a lot about the AFC Championship game and Patrick Mahomes and the protection that's going to be necessary or that will not be there. As we know that Joe Thune has been ruled out, their starting guard. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, a big-time guard that's necessary for them. Grant Pottle of CBS Sports says the Ravens' number one defense will sack and turn over Patrick Mahomes multiple times in this game, right? We've mentioned the fact that the the Ravens led the led the league in sacks this season and made sure to get a lot of pressure, even though they don't blitz a ton. And, of course, you pair that with, as I mentioned, some injuries on the offensive line for these Kansas City Chiefs. How do you feel about the bold prediction that the Ravens' defense will not only sack but also turn over Patrick Mahomes multiple times? The reason why that might not happen okay. is because Patrick Mahomes just set a record, and I mentioned this earlier. He has now played. He's the first person, first quarterback to play in three consecutive playoff games, including last year's Super Bowl, without a sack and without a turnover. It's never been done before. And he, the arguably, arguably the greatest quarterback we got today, did it. Will the Baltimore Ravens have an opportunity? Oh, I think they'll have lots of opportunities. Will both of them happen? Oh, hell no. He might get sacked, but he ain't going to turn it over. He might turn it over. Might not get sacked. Yeah, and he's he's damn good at evading pressure. He's staying upright. Obviously, like that mobility that he has is huge. And then he he, he loves, will do something that Dak didn't do. He will throw the ball away. Well, he throw the ball away, and then he'll also run all the way to the sideline just to still see if he can complete a pass. That dude mm-hmm. is elusive. That's the word, elusive. And so the Ravens are going to have their work cut out for them, but they are up for the challenge. That's an incredible defense, as we mentioned. Uh, from the two one four, they said Baltimore is Baltimore going to hurt something. They're going to wreck shop. Okay, we're I'm pulling. I'm, look, I'm I'm thinking the Baltimore Ravens going to win that game, but I think Patrick Mahomes is going to do everything he can do. It's not going to be enough. All right, let's. You know what? I'm going to jump right to the good stuff. I know I typically try and save our friend Maurice Jones Drew Drew from the NFL Network because mm-hmm. he takes bold very seriously. Mm-hmm. There's some people that is like bold prediction. They're like, all right, here's this. No, Maurice Jones Drew is like, oh, you want bold? I he got something all for the you. Chips in. He always does. And he does it again here as he says, Baltimore star tight end Mark Andrews was activated from injury reserve today, as we knew, uh, which is great news for the Ravens ahead of their class with the Chiefs. Sidelined for the last two months with an ankle injury, the three-time Hall, uh, Pro Bowler, rather. I started talking about you, talking about three-time three time, Hall three of Famer. Mm-hmm. Uh, three-time Pro Bowler Mark Andrews won't waste time getting back to work. He'll catch not one, not two, three touchdowns from, Pat, uh, from Lamar Jackson. Against that Chiefs defense? Bold, I tell you. That's bold. Bold, I tell you. Well, he, I know he didn't put no money on that. <laughs> I know he might have been bolding, but he didn't put nothing on it. Yeah, 682. Yeah, yeah, What Do you see that that uh, text in from the 682 there? Mm-hmm. The quote is 900, caps. 900 yards in the air, which is a prediction that Maurice Jones-Drew had on one week saying that the two quarterbacks in the game would combine for 900 <laughs> yards in the air. And we're not talking about a college football game. We're talking about an NFL game. Maurice Jones-Drew loves the bold when we talk about bold predictions. That means somebody is, both of them, over 450 yards each. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's bold. Maurice, I don't know if there's a combination of quarterbacks well, in the league is, that I'd have. He's Hennessy. <laughs> Maybe so. But you know what? He's, he's a I don't le- mind, though. He's a legend, legend in this segment. Uh-huh. I'll tell you that. Uh, elsewhere, uh, as we give you predictions on for championship weekend. Yeah, I don't think uh, he's going to get... Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't guess that that's exactly how that goes. No, especially because like this team loves running the football into the end zone. Particularly, you talk about Gus Edwards, big mm-hmm. bruising running back. Justice Hill obviously does a good job. 
Um, and Lamar Jackson, they can have him peel out on like a, especially when they get down there in mm-hmm. the in the red zone, close to the end zone. I know I know that they love doing like an option or read something like that that puts the defense in conflict and makes them wonder: Are right, is it the running back getting the football, or is this going to be the quarterback? And then sometimes they'll throw that and they'll put that into an RPO, where I guess then you bring Mark Andrews back into the play. But they love doing all sorts of different things and getting the ball in in there in various ways. I have a hard time thinking that they're going to get three in the same exact player and that through the air being Mark Andrews coming off injury. But hell, you know what? Uh, that's why we love Maurice Jones-Drew in this segment. How about this as we continue giving you some bold predictions for championship weekend in the NFL? This comes from Marcus Grant of NFL.com who says David Montgomery will score two rushing touchdowns on Sunday. And, against the 49ers. Yeah, against the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And he goes further to say, mm-hmm. you know, let you know, obviously San Francisco hasn't allowed or hadn't allowed a 1,000 or 100, my goodness, 100-yard rusher this season until Aaron Jones last year, last week. Mm-hmm. And so the Niners haven't given up more than one rushing score on uh, in, to any one player in any game this year, like all season. So two touchdowns on the ground for David Montgomery would be big against these 49ers, and you're, you're, not, you're not feeling it? Mm-mm. If he does that, that means the Niners are going to lose. That means they're going to be trying to run the ball to keep the Niners' offense off the field. And I, I know that's the formula, but I don't know if that's going to work. Not in San Fran on a nice day. Brock Purdy going to do what he do. And I'm talking about game manage the hell out of that game. I could, I honestly could see it. I could see that happening, especially mm-hmm. because, like, they they love breaking a good uh, a good run. Mm-hmm. I'm, they got two good running backs. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. I just it is bold. Know. It is bold. I two, two unfortunate. Montgomery is tough and underrated. 100%. He's been very good this year, along with Jameer Gibbs, who's obviously been great out of the backfield, mm-hmm. um, catching the football as well. So, I, I'm I'm really interested. I, I think that the Lions can keep uh, running that football, and if they do that well, it's it's going to be real problems because then you have Fred Warner and Drake Relon really worried about the run. Maybe just maybe you're going to get Jared Goff throwing it over you know over them, mm-hmm. and then that's a recipe for for some shenanigans if I ever saw them. How about this as a bold prediction, CA? We talked about Aiden Hutchinson, the one big name defensive player on on that you Lions know defensive team. line on yeah, that Lions, Michigan too. Aiden Hutchinson per CBS Sports erupts for three sacks of Brock Purdy in this game. So wow. I, he um, he had eight sacks in the last four games, uh, including these playoffs, after having just six and a half sacks his first 15 games in 2023. And so he's recorded 11 consecutive games with five or more quarterback pressures. He's getting back there and disrupting quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I say he picks up three of them things, three sacks against Brock Purdy. I could see that possibly happening. And the only reason I say I can see that possibly happening 49ers did not go to the Super Bowl last year. Do y'all remember why? Do you remember why? Why did the 49ers not go to the Super Bowl last year? I mean, you could probably talk about Brock Purdy getting hurt. Ding, 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 ding. So that doesn't mean that's going to happen again, but it doesn't mean that he never gets hurt. He got his bell rung in October, too. Yeah, Uh, and... Man, I think about. Did you see which game was that? Was that last game? Was that against uh, Green Bay or not? Yeah, Green Bay, Bay and the Rams. Um, where where he? No, I'm sorry. I'm talking about the Lions uh, against oh. Tampa, rather. Where Aiden Hutchinson hit you with the double spin? He spin move yeah, one way and then spun it back. Like, big as he is, I'm sure like uh, Julius Pepper somewhere proud as hell. Mm-hmm. Look at that spin move. I love seeing it. So mm-hmm. I'm. I look. I I want to see him cook. That would be very fun. Now, of course. Probably not fun for Brock Purdy. I imagine he's like, no, right. do, no, don't let Aiden Hutchinson cook anything. Don't let him make snacks. Don't let him put a, put together no sandwiches. No cooking for Aiden Hutchinson. Um, how about this? As we're talking about that same game, we talked about running backs on one side. <laughs> Aiden come up to him and say, 
Rock, you show is purdy. How are you? Let's see. From the 903. Okay, here we go. This is real bold. From the 903, Lions block a field goal and get a pick in uh in their on their way to beating the Niners 27-24. Interesting. Block field goals and it's who, I'm interested in, how, do we see any like trick plays from the Lions? It seems like they like having that yeah, kind of wrinkle do. within there. I feel like maybe a fake a fake punt might be in the offing for the Lions. I can see them. I can see them doing the Dan Campbell's full of tricks. He's always letting the referees know. That's why he's mad at, the, at, at that Cowboys game that the referees didn't, they weren't being a part of his trickery, his chicanery. Yeah. So I look. In that game, we talked about Dave Montgomery running the football, and obviously mm-hmm. a, a well-deserved mention of Jameer Gibbs in that. How about the superstar running back on the other side, Christian McCaffrey? 100 Christian yards. Ma- first, first running back to break against, 100 yards against the Lions. Yeah, I can see that. You with it? He's at home. And Christian McCaffrey, to me, is probably going to win the NFL Offensive Player of the Year. Ooh. I can see it. I th- I think he I think he I, I think, think he it's going to happen. I think he should. I, I think, think that's that's one hundred percent fair. I think he's going to be the offensive player of the year. Uh, Lamar Jackson's going to be the MVP. I also think he's going to get hundred yards against Detroit. I just do. I think the 49ers is going to go to the Super Bowl and lose again to Baltimore like they did on Christmas night. So here, real quick, as we give you more bold predictions for championship weekend in the NFL, we got four quarterbacks. Clearly, four teams left. Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs, Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens, Brock Purdy of the San Francisco 49ers, and Jared Goff of the Detroit Lions. Matt Okada of NFL.com gives you this. He says that this collection of quarterbacks, as we talked about all the running backs in here, the quarterbacks will have 12 combined passing touchdowns, and four of those come from Brock Purdy. You're doing the math. You're trying to figure out where I'm all these passive to touchdowns I, come I, from? I, I, I can see Lamar have more than him. But Kansas City's got a really good defense, too. They're just kind of banged up a little bit. Not as banged up. as I mean, they're not totally banged up. I'm just trying to see the math here. I, I, I feel just like, don't I see feel like in order to have 12 from Detroit, four of them. I don't see Detroit giving up all them yards. Not their secondary. Not Detroit's secondary. I, I don't get me wrong. I think 49ers going to win the game, but four touchdown passes. Well, no. also, you it, it doesn't have to be like over the top. You know them. If, yeah, they, if they get those crosses and, you know, you have McCaffrey, Brock Purdy McCaffrey in space. Can, McCaffrey can get a, a catch and run. Absolutely. It's possible. Yeah. If we were going to make – all right, let's 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 see if we can break this down. If we're, if we're going to get 12 from those four and we get four to Brock Purdy, how do, we, how do we break away the rest of them, right? That means we got eight more touchdowns to split between the remaining three. You think I can see uh, Patrick Mahomes getting at least three. Three of Pat three. Mahomes. I can see uh, Lamar getting two or three, maybe three. Maybe another three, and then mm-hmm. two more for for uh, Jared, Goff. Jared Goff. Is that how we would split it up? If we have to go by his formula, <laughs> seeing that Brock Purdy gets four. Yeah, that feels kind of that feels really bold. Twelve, twelve passing touchdowns and four of them from Brock Purdy. Okay, well, look this. It's going to be really fun to watch these games. We already put our picks on on the table here. As mm-hmm. I, I mean, we're both on the Baltimore Ravens here mm-hmm. to beat the Chiefs, and we're both looking at the San Francisco 49ers to beat the Detroit Lions. I'm going to say this: On Lush is doing his LA Live at about 5:40 this afternoon. Yep, he was playing um, this rapper from Oaktown who's spitting some bars about football. He always does, and he's big on the 49ers. And he said after this weekend, Jared will golf. Okay. Okay. That's a bold prediction. It ain't that bold, but I think I'm with him. All right. Well, look, more than anything, Jared Goff lost five straight times to the 49ers. 
I don't got no I don't have no crystal ball. So like I'm I'm not necessarily a predictor. I'm a watcher. I can't wait to see what this game looks like. And I'm I I'll try and be an, an analyst as well. I'll try and see mm-hmm. why what's happening is happening. I'm, well, I'm excited to be able to watch, excited to be able to talk about it on Monday here on the Get Right, right mm-hmm. here on 1053 The Fan. Coming up next on the Get Right. Can I tell the 214 it's true? P- please please do. 214 said 77 scored 73. Wow. Yeah, facts. 73 points, and he gave you 10 rebounds Woo! and 7 assists. Could have had 10 assists, but Tim Hardaway didn't know how to pass the ball. Yeah, man. To uh, the hot man. Uh, there, there was not a ton happening elsewhere. Josh Green Josh Green Josh had a Green good night, too. I, I don't Mavericks wanna, won. Yeah, and so the Mavericks get a 148-143 win in Atlanta. They'll come back. They'll be back in the Metroplex tomorrow. In fact, they, they're getting on the plane. They'll be back here relatively quickly, I'm sure, because they've got – the Sacramento Kings mm-hmm. at the AAC tomorrow night. Make sure you show up there. Say what's up to uh, say what's up to CA as obviously he's handling the MC duties for your for your Mavericks. Always, it always, down. always. Uh, it's the get right right here on one zero five three. The fan coming up next. You can get involved eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. Um, if you if your favorite team could have one game to redo, just one game, any sport, any sport, your favorite team. What, one do-over. One do-over game. Ooh. What game would you pick? Ooh. We'll do it next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Atatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks for rolling with us on a Friday evening in the Metroplex. And it's a, it's a good one. It's a fun one particularly if you're a sports lover of DFW and if you're a basketball lover of DFW, you saw history tonight as Luka Doncic, 73 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. I mean, various reasons why this was a huge one. I mean, the fourth uh, the fourth highest scoring game in NBA history, um, the most efficient um, high scoring game in NBA history, or the most high-scoring, efficient game in NBA history, however you want to say that. Um, just incredible. Mm. Incredible night. And, of course, ultimately, it was a winning effort. It wasn't like points just for points' sake. 
it led to a 148-143 victory for your Dallas Mavericks over the Atlanta Hawks. So there you go. That was a fantastic, fantastic evening. We'll be talking about it all the way through the rest of the evening. Yeah, at top of the hour, 10 o'clock, we got headlines. We will have audio. We will have audio. Guess what? I even found audio from the locker room when he walked in after this the big celebration. Oh, very good. Yeah, we're, we'll get that to you soon. Heck, we might we might blow out Sharon Thomas. Sharon Thomas might just be loving on Luka. the Luka Doncic. Uh, history. Yes, history. History-making performance. But right now, let's do, uh, oh, I was about to say, a little, little Sharon time. I'm a little premature in that regard. No, let, let's, I, I posed a question. If you could have one single game for your favorite team to redo, Mm-hmm. Right, you get one game in all of history for your team to redo. Which one would you select, and maybe why? That's also a great. <laughs> I probably should have said that in there. Why as well? Um, just so we get a better idea of what you're thinking about and where you're going to um, from the four six nine. And of course, you can always text in truckwreck.com text line eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. That's how you let us know what you're thinking um, on the four six or from the four six nine rather. They talk about what what looks like it might have been a preview of the Super Bowl. Ravens, Niners happened on Christmas Day earlier this year. The Ravens handled the Niners pretty handily, 33-19. Definitely got some turnovers in that game. I'm guessing that is a Niners fan who wants the opportunity to redo that one. But I mm-hmm. honestly, you might get an opportunity here, uh, here not too long if you handle business against uh, the Detroit Lions. We got a lot of different Tolos texting in about the... Uh Mavericks and the Miami Heat game three in 2016. Absolutely. That was one that came that to mind for series, sure. I mean, Mavericks were up two games and none. One of the things that I always think about is I think that that changes a lot of the narrative on on, uh, on Dirk Nowitzki. Oh, yeah. And, and, and again, thank God 2011 happened. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm telling you that, that Dirk hate was real. People, oh, this just drives me crazy. I hear people to this day, oh, I've always loved Dirk. Dirk's my, please, I'm talking about in the streets, on the radio, on television, y'all are calling him a soft euro. Y'all are saying that he'll never win. He went through hell. Don't ever try to change Dirk's journey because his journey was so unique in what he went through, and he still is one of the most beloved figures of all time in sports because he handled all of that abuse, and people act like he had, oh, yeah, we always. No, you didn't. Don't even go there. I was with him all those games. I was with him in them streets, drinking some of that nastiness off. And so, uh, some of the same people be in his face like, oh, yeah, Dirk. And I'm like, I remember you saying he wasn't S. And now look at you, smiling in his face. And, I mean, obviously, he's been vindicated by time, right? Obviously, yes. you mentioned the 2011 uh, championship. But also, I think worth noting, as he's gotten, as we've gotten more advanced numbers and we've been able to better contextualize the things that we've seen in the mm-hmm. league, all of those more advanced numbers have shown uh, Dirk Nowitzki to be a darling over the course of his career, and so. But that 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 doesn't change the narrative. No, absolutely. Though. And, and I again, think, I'm bringing I'm bringing up the facts that people try to rewrite history on. Absolutely. This man went through hell, so much hell that in 2007, him and Holger went off to Australia for 30 days. Nobody could find them in the wild because he was seven foot tall and wanted to dis a f and peer. That's right. And, and I know all of those things and people oh I've always lo-. no you didn't. Yeah. And so while while the stats are definitely showing 
that he has always been great. What would have been nice is if you could redo that 06, they win the championship, and he can get that love in real time as opposed to afterwards. Yeah, exactly. Is basically what I was trying to get to. Yep. Um, and again, maybe he never would have gone through the hell. Yeah, I guess it that's would not fair. Have been the hell. Right. It would have not have been the hell because he went through hell. Yeah. And there's other hells that, thank goodness, the victories happen later. Yeah, uh, like different totals are texting about uh, in that game six for the Rangers. Yeah, exactly. Someone mentioned Nelly Cruz catch. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, when are y'all gonna forgive Nelly? I I feel like we we should probably be in that place. You where... should. I mean, the Boston Red Sox forgave uh, Butler when the ball went through his legs. Yeah, but they... uh, well, Buckner is that Buckner? Okay, yeah. just making sure I yeah, got. I, I said it wrong. Buckner. Okay. They forgave him, and so I think Ranger fans forgive Nelly Cruz because you wouldn't have made it to the World Series had he not been the. Uh, uh, ALCS uh, MVP, just like Adolis Garcia. Uh, His bat got you to the World Series that year. Yeah. Um, how about this? Uh, we talk about one game that your favorite team could redo as we were talking about NFC Championship games. How about 1995, Cowboys-Niners, NFC Championship game? Yeah, could have won game. four in a row. Yeah, absolutely could have. Absolutely could have. But Dion grabbed Michael Irvin's arms. Just run that whole thing back. Let your Cowboys go and get that one done. Although the way that I've conceived this, the way I have conceived of this uh, this exercise is, you just get to replay it as opposed to like change the outcome. Oh, really? Do you think the Cowboys definitely win if they get the chance to play that game again? It, here's the thing. Aikman said it best. They were they fought so through so much adversity. They didn't win the game. He's very proud of the team. They were always behind. I don't know if they needed more time to catch up. But every time they looked like they were about to catch up, something else would happen. I'm not sure if they win that game. I yeah, really on am a replay? not. Yeah, I, I was there for that game, and I wish they would have so they could win four in a row. We'll be the first team in NFL history to win three Super Bowls in a row. No team has done that to this day. They had the best chance. I don't know, though, because the 49ers, what like the 49ers were a lucky team. They were a really good team. Yeah. And they added Dion to it halfway through the season, and he was the defensive player of the year playing half a season. Yeah, he, he's, he's been really good at multiple things in his life, many things mm-hmm. in his life, Dion. Mike and, in Burleson says, oh, Cowboys, the catch game would be different today. Yeah, if uh, Dwight Clark hadn't caught that ball in 1981, yeah, and that would have changed Danny White's career. And a, a, a different kind of uh, the catch in a way. Um, I know a lot of people brought up that uh, that game versus the Packers, Cowboys-Packers, where Aaron Rodgers did that one thing. Oh, yeah, the tight end. Yeah, and uh, Jared Cook, I yep. believe, caught that ball. Yeah, he caught that ball going out of bounds, and they, they kicked the field goal and won the game. And Dak had just brought him back. I know for certain, our friend Kevin, Kevin Gray, always he always mm-hmm. maintained that if the Cowboys won that game, they'd have they'd Oh, you mean the Dez? Which one? Oh, yeah, Dez caught it is what I'm talking. Yeah, I, I thought you were talking about Aaron Rodgers. Well, there's, I guess there's both of those games, and I've now mixed them up because there's— Man, the Cowboys have too many, like— Heartbreaks. Well, That's it's what, killing me. But KG brings up, and everybody. Yeah, you're right. Des I, I happen to agree with it. If they, if if Des had caught that ball, there was still too much time left on the clock. Aaron Rodgers at home, and he was had a bad leg, and he was still doing Aaron Rodgers things. I remember the week before, uh, Damakong Sue had, had done something illegal and hit his leg or something, and he was still out there against the Cowboys, just doing damage. So I, I wouldn't have trusted it. I think one of the bigger plays in that game was a fumble. DeMarco Murray had, and if that had not happened, maybe they would have beaten the, the Packers. All right, there's so many of these coming in. Let me see if I can try and knock some of these ones out. I love mm-hmm. this from the 6'8", too. This person is like, 
forget all the professional teams. I'm looking for personal glory. My 1980 high school by district game, <laughs> Bulldogs lost to Paris High School 73-70. I appreciate that. They're like, look, I want to go back. I want to get that. I'm sure there's a lot of people under the sound of my voice and just in the state of Texas, great state of Texas, where we take high school mm-hmm. football so seriously. They're real. like, this one thing changes, and I win. I win a state championship, yep. or I, I you know, yep. I go to district, or what? Man, there's so many of those instances. I imagine that there's like, if if we just had this one thing go our way, uh-huh. all sorts of all sorts of personal glory would have been there. And I then appreciate you'd have got that, that scholarship of men in all America. Exactly. Too. Yeah, absolutely. All That's all the only thing that held you back. Thing, man. The right. only thing that one game. <laughs> um, uh, someone, someone said, "Oh, this is a good one." The six eight two says, "Tony Romo." 2016 preseason versus Seattle because this is the year Zeke and Dak came because we would have won the Super Bowl that year. We would have been probably 10 and 6, not 13 and 3, the way Dak had it. Because that would have been, because they built that team for Romo. Yeah. And Dak was good enough to win 11 straight games, and Romo never got back on the field again, except for a meaningless game against Philadelphia where he marched the team down on the field. He Put himself into the game. A lot of people don't know this. Jason Garrett was shocked. Tony Romo just said, give me the ball. He goes out on the field, marches down the field, throw a touchdown pass to Terrence Williams, and dropped the mic, and that was the last football he ever just, played. Just to prove that there was a little still, still some stuff in there. He was definitely capable of playing, and he was a more seasoned quarterback than Dak, but the magic was there. That team had gravitated all around everything Dak was doing. And I understand. I mean, that – I. I I, I felt bad for Tony for that year because literally that preseason game against Seattle, he broke his back. He never got hurt. And so I'm interested. What what do we feel? Oh, I don't know. If, can we go down the whole path of what do we think it looks like if, if he doesn't get hurt there and plays through the season? I mean, you probably they were built. You, I mean, you didn't have to. In other words, they brought in Zeke because, in fact. No, I, I feel you. Uh, I'm just thinking were, like even beyond that, like Dak Prescott never becomes the quarterback that he does. Does he? It's hard to say because everywhere the, the history of Dak is wherever he played high school, college, and then pro, he's always replaced the injured quarterback starter, and he never gave up the job. So in my mind, if Romo wins the Super Bowl, at some point he always gets hurt, so he probably would get hurt maybe the following season, and then Dak takes over. I'm just saying, Dak, don't get me wrong, Dak's a, Dak definitely is competitive, mm-hmm. but Dak knew that he wasn't, a first round pick and Romo needed to go. I just wonder about like the opportunity. The right? opportunity. He probably would have got an opportunity the next year when Dak got hurt. In other words, when not Dak, Dak whenever Romo finally got hurt. Yeah, again, he, Romo could have got, hurt, a, Romo a lot, got yeah. hurt in the middle of the season. That's fair. It happened in the preseason, but they brought in Ezekiel Elliott literally to take the load off of Tony Romo where he wouldn't have to carry the team up passing the ball all the time. They, they, they realized they needed a DeMarco Murray type, somebody who could carry the ball. And, and keep the defenses honest. Um, how about uh, a lot of people, again, coming back to the Cowboys, the wild card game, 06 versus Seattle, where you have the, the bobbled uh, field goal. Yeah, hole. I was at that game too in Seattle. The, they, they actually changed the rule where you have to use the football that was used in the game and not a brand new slick football. And Romo, I felt so bad for him on that game because he had played a good game. And, and Parcells retired, never coached again. That flight back from Seattle was a long-ass flight. And Parcells said, that's it. I'm done. Man. There's so many of these coming in. Oh, yeah. Uh, We mentioned, we obviously mentioned game six of the 11 World Series for your, uh, for your, 
uh, Texas Rangers. Let me see. I don't want to. There's a lot of obviously we mentioned game three. I give, uh, give you NBA one finals. There's a lot of I'll a lot you, of the same ones are popping up I'll here. I give you an ancient one. Okay, because this is last night you were talking about different things, different scenarios, uh, teams that broke your heart or whatever. Yeah, five slamma jamma. That's the right. Houston Rockets, eighty-three. Yes, that team was so good, and if they had won that game against North Carolina State, and literally they gave up a dunk. At the end of the game, it was you got to be kidding me. And Valvano's running crazy. Jimmy V doesn't happen. No, that doesn't happen. The miracle doesn't happen for North Carolina State if Five Slamma Jamma wins that game. And Five Slamma Jamma was that was a hell of a run, man. The nickname has withstood the test of time. That's how. And Clyde Drexler and Olajuwon did reunite with the Houston Rockets That's right. and gave the city of Houston a, a championship. All right, so I'm, I'm trying to make sure I'm respectful to all the various folks that have sent in fantastic answers from the 682. Mm-hmm. Any of those three straight Week 17 weed or, win or get in losses under Garrett? Yeah, but I I wonder, does that does that really give you an opportunity to go and really do something, or would that have just made you feel better in that moment? And you know what? That's fair if you wanted to do that. Uh, how about Oilers-Bills 92 when obviously uh, yeah, the Bills load. come back mm-hmm. from down 35-3? Mm-hmm. Oh, listen to this one. This is heartbreaking too. <laughs> Earl Spence versus Bud this past July. Yeah, but the, the way the way that that one went, I'm not sure if you redo that one if it doesn't end. Well, see, here's the deal. All that much Everybody better. Everybody knows Spence wasn't looking like himself, like he he lost too much weight or something. He something. wasn't right. In other words, it may not have been the same kind of fight if Spence looked like Spence. If it put it like this, I if hope he so. looked, If he looked like his normal self, nobody would be saying, "Okay, what if he?" You know. I mean, don't. Bud might have still won the fight, but it would have been more competitive. Yeah, and that would have at least made everybody a lot happier because I feel like mm-hmm. one of the things that was tough was watching a really a, a dud of a fight. Right. It was like, what happened to Spence? Um, by, by the way, uh, one more Bartman, the Chicago Cubs. Yeah, fan, he went through hell. He, you ever see that documentary? Yes, yes. The fans they treated him like he and he that was that was like only in the seventh inning or something. Here's uh yeah, here's well, he didn't cost them the whole thing, but they may act like he did. I'm surprised. Thank God they won the World Series later, buddy. Yeah, they, could they finally, finally like, forgave him. Absolutely. Uh, how about this one? It's letting you go. I'm surprised it took a little this while this long to come in. And Larry, Larry don't like crack, cracking his mic, but I imagine he would have said this if he did. 2010 national championship game in college football, Texas Alabama, where uh, Daniel Cole McCoy gets hurt, and then you have Gary Gilbert come in. Thing. That true freshman had it. Yeah, that's yeah. That was a damn shame. I actually, because I can't stand Alabama. You know, I went to OU. I, it's not that I hate UT, but I can't stand Alabama. That was I the would, start of their their dynasty right I there. I felt so bad for Texas because, like, man, Cole, Cole, in fact, I think Mac Brown was flirting with retirement. Then he's, I can't go out like this. Yeah, I can't do it. I'm trying yeah, to remember. It was all downhill from there for him. All right, if if we're talking about individual glory or whatever, I had a oh, lot. Oh yeah, of- Duncanville versus North Shore. Oh the hell, Mary. Man, that was painful. I'm so glad that Duncanville finally won some titles after that. There's that was very painful. Absolutely, and uh, a lot a lot smaller scale, and I know there's a lot of people listening that are not going to agree with me. 2010, uh, or was it 2020? Uh, 2010, uh, or was it 2008? It might have been 2008. Allen, Stony Point playoffs, where Allen wins it late in the game, and yeah, my, my boys at Stony Point, they had worked hard. They deserved an opportunity to play for that state championship. Did my Kyler now? 
no. Kyler Murray and Allen, or it's another co- quarterback coach. Uh, quarterback. Was, Wasn't that Kyler? Was, I'm not sure if that was Kyler. I'll have to go back and look. Did Allen win the state championship? Yeah. That was Kyler. Yeah. Kyler ain't never lost a state championship. Yeah, that, that made me sick. <laughs> made me sick to my stomach. It happens. Anyways, it's the Get Right right here on 105. The glory the of the high school days. That's right. Man, that made me. All right. Sorry, it took me back. Hi, some, something about, about high to school throw football. Up in this room. Something about high school football does it, man. Yeah. Like all this other stuff. But high school football means Friday something. Friday Night Lights, man. It just means more. In this state. Uh, coming up next, let's do a little sharing time here on the Get Right. We'll do it next on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's get right right here on 105 Through the Fan. Reginald Atatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks for rolling with us on a Friday evening, an evening that saw Luka Doncic score a lot of points and the Mavericks win a basketball game. We'll get you more details on that as we go along here. It's it's time for some sharing time here on the grid, right? And CA is, is, is laughing up a storm looking at his cell phone right now. Okay, so I'm looking at Twitter. You ever watch, you ever read jo- Josiah Johnson, his tweets? Yes, I have. He is too funny, right? Yeah. So Luka drops those 73 in the ATL against Atlanta, against the Hawks. Yep. He got a little video meme. His headline, Luka walking into Magic City after dropping that 73. <laughs> <laughs> Getting him some lemon, pack of, lemon pepper chicken. Yeah, get, get, get him them lemon get pepper them wings. wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think that they have very much time to get to Magic no, City. because they, they can go straight home. Yeah, they're, they're headed back here. Tomorrow night. That's right. Got All about business, always, right? Uh, Got to take, uh, take on the Sacramento Kings tomorrow evening. Yeah. 8 p.m. Yep. Is, when that one, uh, is when that one tips off. At yep. the AAC. All right, so last segment, we're yeah, talking let's about... Close, let's clean it up. Yeah, I just want to close this out because it'll. I need to get it off my spirit. I love all you folks in the listening area and however, wherever you're listening. Thanks for making us part of your evening. But the people of Allen, I got I got beef with you. As, uh, you know, we were talking about just if your favorite team could have one singular game as a redo in all of their history, what game would it be? And eventually, you know, some of the folks were talking about, you know, their high school glory days. And it made me think back to my high school when they took on uh, Allen High School in the sem- state semifinals. The year was actually, it was 2009. So it was the 08-09 school year. Mm-hmm. And the quarterback, as I realized, Tucker Carter. If you know Tucker Carter, shout out to that man. Does he wear a bow tie? I have That's no idea. Yeah. I'm, yep, 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 yep. yep. Um, but the reason why this one was particularly painful, Allen won 23-21, and they did so because they were down with 39 seconds to go, and they needed a touchdown. They threw the ball up in the air, and the refs called a pass interference. Mm-hmm. And I'm here to tell you, mm-hmm. wasn't no pass interference. Or no P.I. Wasn't no pass interference. Am I biased? You're damn right. But it does not matter. It That's wasn't right. no pass interference. That's and so right. I would like that one replayed if we could get my boys a state championship ring as Allen ultimately went on to win that year uh, against uh, Hightower uh, from Fort Bend. But, yeah, that was, that's, that was, those are my guys. 214's co-sign. He said, it's cool, Reg. My last game was against Allen, too, in, in 05. I bet there's a lot of people and that I, have last games against Allen right. stories. I, <laughs> I, I was asking, you know, off the top of my head, I said, was that Kyler? 
and it was not Kyler in 2008. Kyler won 42 straight games as the quarterback of of of, of Allen High School from 2012 to 2014. Could not nobody be Kyler Murray and Allen. 42 straight games. Nobody. The that's why he is arguably the greatest high school football player in Texas high school football history. Kyler was a beast back then. Still the same size. I was like, I feel like I would have remembered if Kyler did it to us. Because, you know, that's, yeah. the, that's the thing, you'd a legend. You'd have said, well, at least it was a legend. Yeah. But instead it was Tucker Carlton. <laughs> I don't even know where to go now. Like I'm just. Oh, there I am on TV. You see me on TV? Oh, yeah. You're on Because you're, you're everywhere. Uh, with, uh, we still got the TV locked into Mavs content because your Dallas Mavericks get a huge Huge win uh, this evening, 148. I keep wanting to switch those. 148 to 143, Luka Doncic. 73 of them things. Yeah. Yeah, 73 points. 73 points. The Was it the fourth most points in NBA history? Yes. And it was also the uh, most points since Kobe Bryant scored 81. It was also, I mean, we go to the efficiency of it all. What he did, of course, no Maverick has ever done. He scored 41 points in the first half. No Maverick had ever done that. Nope. The closest he scored thing was 32 to the second half. The closest was Dirk when he did like 30, 34, 34 in, in the second in November, half of the game. Yeah, second half of November, uh, November he game just in shattered 2009. All the records and has somebody tweeted out, hey, he could have had 80, but Tim Hardaway Jr. wouldn't pass the ball. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and, he had, and he had to stay in the whole game. It wasn't like, okay, they were blowing out Atlanta and he was just on fire. They left him in there. No, they needed every point Lucas scored because he was getting no help other than uh, Josh, Josh Green. Josh Green, a very nice 21 night. 21 points. Yeah, 21 points, 8 of 12. Luka Doncic played all but three minutes of this game. 45 minutes for Luka Doncic. Uh, you, I, hope, I hope that they got him off his feet. I hope, hope they're they icing him down on the plane. Ice him down, get him a massage. against uh, Fox. Yeah, they got uh, Fox and uh, De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis and the rest of the Kings. And Harrison Barnes. Harrison, Harrison Barnes think he Kobe again. I don't know what happened there. He has been hooping over the last week or two. Uh, but yes, uh, I, I want to share with you in this sharing time. I want to use a little bit of audio here from the end of this game. Or from after this game. Or some of the, you know, some of the reactions to what was an incredible uh, performance. In you know in Atlanta, so let me start with Josh Green, who again we mentioned twenty one points on eight of twelve shooting, four or five from deep. It was nice to see him find a little bit of confidence shooting the ball again. And so with that being the case, they they talk. He talked a little bit about Luka Doncic's performance after Josh the game. Green. No, never seen anything like it. It's like I was in a game of two K. Just whoever was controlling and though did a good job, I'll tell you that. I've never actually seen it in 2K. With sliders up, I have though. <laughs> I mean, th- th- that's what it looked like though. That's what it looked like. It looked unreal. Every like every shot he took was going in. He looked about. looked like a man possessed. I mean, defar- d- defended, you know, doubled up or mm-hmm. not, or I mean, just put up shots. And the the craziest thing is just when you you know he's incredibly hot. He's he's in that place mm-hmm. when he's just. Pulling from deep, yep, and splash it into people's faces. So that there was that man. Um, he shot seventy six percent from the field. Yeah, twenty five out of thirty three, out of thirteen, eight out of thirteen from deep, fifteen out of sixteen from the free throw line. I'm telling you, he put on a show, and they needed every single point to win their twenty fifth game of the season, being in Atlanta. 
Again, and this rivalry week, of course, y'all already know the story. Back in the day, he got traded for Trey Young. Trey Young scored 30 points, but what are you close to enough? All right, we have we have some more audio we here. We got Luca. Larry. Oh, yes, we have Luca. What, what, what did the man himself have to say about a game like that and a performance like that? Uh, get a win, man. Uh, we've been struggling lately. Uh, mindset was get a win. Uh, uh, we play great. Uh, we struggle a little bit on defense, but we play great offense. Was there a point in tonight's game where you knew this was a special one for you? No, I was just going, you know, uh, whatever the defense gave me. In the second half, they doubled me all the time, so I tried to make some plays. Uh, then sometimes I would just break the double. So just seeing the game. Yeah, how big was that when it got more physical and they were double teaming you that Dante Exum came up big, Josh Green as well? It was great. It was a trust, you know. I always trust my teammates, you know, uh, make the right play. It's always big time for us. And next man up, you know, they, they were great today. Hoop Central said after one of his shots in the game, Luca looked at the crowd and said, can't effing nobody stop me. I think I saw that one. I think it was under the basket. You just saw like a, just a guttural yell. That that man was on a whole nother level. From the 214 on the truckwreck.com text line, they asked, did Maxi play? He did not. No. He is dealing with yeah. He's dealing with his his toe again, um, so he did not play. In fact, I think you had three guys that were out in this one. Kyrie Irving, who had a right thumb, who's had that right thumb sprain, and that uh, caused him to miss a game tonight. Mm-hmm. Maxi Kleba, that right small toe dislocation that had him miss what felt like months of basketball. It's it's reemerged for him. Dwight Powell was out also, as you know, he had that uh, scratch, that left eye corneal abrasion is what they listed it as. Uh, and Omax is still down in the G League, as is Greg Brown the third. Those were the guys that were not on the floor for your Mavericks, but I mean, everybody. It felt like Jay, you know, Jaden Hardy, mm-hmm. Dante Exum, those guys mm-hmm. you played. You know, Tim Hardaway Jr. got up shots and then they didn't go. But it really was Luka Doncic feeling like he was doing it out there almost solo, and he he did an incredible job. After the game, you know, he's doing the interviews with the TV, and then he goes all the way to the other side of the court, and he's signing a jersey. And I was like, look at this trip on this dude. And I finally found out who was wearing all the drip, all the diamonds. I was I, I was blinded. It was so much shiny stuff. Yes. Yeah. It was a little boozy. Mm. Boozy got him to sign that jersey on a historic night, 73 points. You mentioned that Grant Williams actually tweeted something out. Grant Williams played for the Mavericks. This was too funny. Yeah, so Grant Williams. Had a picture of him and Luca. Yeah, put a picture of him and Luca. And the, the caption reads as follows. 82 points right here. Congratulations, brother. That was special to witness. <laughs> now, when he says 82 points, 82. yes, the A32 has the same idea. They combined for they 82 combined. points. 73 from Luca and 9 from Grant Williams. They needed all nine of those points, I promise you, to win that game. And by the way, yeah, I, that, that, I, I was, I've been cracking on Tim Hardaway Jr. because, you know, Tim, I love Tim as a person. I really like him when he's hot, but he's scary when he's not because he don't pass the damn ball. He's, he's still going to try to get hot again. And, dude, and I was saying this early in the game, dude had three points the first half. And I was saying this to Reg on air. I was like, he's going to have double digits. They're going to lose this game. And the reason he's got to have double digits is because if he don't make the shot, the Mavericks ain't getting the rebound. Yeah, they're, they're not and good so enough. And so he wound team. up with 13 points. Thank God. God, he got double digits, and thank God Luka Doncic has 73. A big win, 148-143. Woo! 
for your Dallas Mavericks. Just some of the reaction. Actually, let me let me end it with this reaction. I do want to get this in. Are you familiar with uh, Brandon Jennings? Yes. Yeah, he used to play in the league, point guard. In fact, he was with us in Abu Dhabi with Kyrie. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he, he was hanging out with he, us in play, Abu Dhabi. He's played with these Mavs. In fact, if you saw the videos of of Kyrie at a wedding and and taking over the microphone and dancing at at that was Brandon Jennings' wedding. Ah, I did not realize yes. that. Okay, we cool. We talked about that in Abu Dhabi. Well, Brandon Jennings sent out a tweet that reads as follows. 73 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. Y'all better stop fat shaming people. Let people be. <laughs> That's his reaction. Luka Doncic putting up 73. And those are just some of the reactions. There's so much. The NBA world is going crazy by Luka Doncic. Doing the damn thing what on this night. night. This is what you watch the game for, right? Mm-hmm. It's the Get Right right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, let's get you some headlines on this night. Obviously, Lucas 73 matters a good amount, but there's other things happening in sports. We'll tell you about them next on The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.